welcome to GYSB Talks. I am your host, Carla Palmer, founder and creator of GYSB. Get your sexy back, health and fitness movement. Over 13 years ago, I lost over 50 pounds and on that journey, I found joy, peace and more self-love. That's how the GYSB movement got started because I wanted to share with other people what I had found for myself. And now in my 50s, I'm still on this journey. And now I'm starting to navigate some of the inevitable changes that come with aging. So GYSB Talks will cover topics that will help women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s get to their next level of optimal living. Physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, and in relationships. Guys, I'm so glad you're here. Now, let's get into today's topic, shall we? I can't believe it's episode four already. I'm excited and I'm, I'm just taking it one week at a time, but I'm really having fun and I will keep showing up as long as you do, okay? Is that a deal? All right, so today we're going to be talking about aging, and I know it's not the most exciting topic, but it needs to be discussed because the more I see older women using filters for every single IG post, Facebook story, the lives, I mean, it's really clear that some of us, and I've done it too, are not comfortable with the way that we are aging. I mean, let's face it, aging isn't fun. There's nothing fun about wrinkles, unwanted, gray hair, body aches and pains that we can't explain, digestive issues, I mean, forgetfulness, boobs hanging lower, neck and hands starting to look older, more mature. It's not a fun process to go through. And unfortunately, there's nothing we can do to prevent that. The aging is going to happen. However, there are lifestyle adjustments that we can make to age more gracefully. And I'm not talking about injections and suctioning and sculpting or any other surgical procedures. No, I'm, I'm talking about things, adjustments that are simple and free. Changes we can make to age the best way that our bodies can age, okay? And these are free strategies, but they do require some discipline and maybe even additional research to make sure that you're doing what's best for you. All right, so let's start by talking about environmental aging. And these are the types of aging that are related to our surroundings, our lifestyle, right? Because the way we live and do life affect how we age. So we're talking about air pollution, right? Air pollution, y'all know, some of you all know, and if you don't, I'm telling you now, I live in LA where it's always on the top 10, probably the top five list for the most polluted air, right? Because LA, we've got diesel engines, we've got ports and airports and hundreds and thousands of motor vehicles on the road constantly with this traffic. You can just see it. Um, Manufacturing plants. These are the main sources of air pollution in LA and it's terrible for our health externally and internally. Um, As far as lifestyle, there's smoking, right? Cigarette smoke, weed, um, high consumption of alcohol is another lifestyle thing that we should consider and poor nutrition. And over time, these factors can damage our cells and contribute to aging. So if we focus on doing better to protect our skin, 
when we leave the house, right, staying away from environments that have a lot of smoke, heavy smoking, um, making better choices when it comes to our food because poor nutrition does not help us age well. Um, So we got to stay away from the processed foods, the high sugar foods, high inflammatory and high caffeine. All of these things damage our cells. So we want to put things in our body that are going to be the best for our cells. And, you know, when we do that, it helps to slow down the aging process. I also want to mention sun damage, right? When you talk about sun damage, man, I love me some sun, but I know that UV exposure is most of the reason why we age so fast. Well, part of the reason why we age so fast, and especially people who live in places like California where it's always sunny and that vitamin D is amazing, but it doesn't mean that it's good for my skin or your skin. Um, And so, so much sun exposure can really damage the skin cells. And so we want to make sure that we are wearing sunscreen. Okay, sis, hear me when I tell you this, sis, we got to wear our sunscreen. And I know a lot of times we think we don't need it because that's not for us. You know, our melanin is so popping, it's going to protect us from sun damage. You've got to wear your sunscreen and we've got to wear it daily. And I didn't always wear sunscreen, but I had this really beautiful dermatologist one time that I went to. I went to her a couple of times, actually, and she had the most beautiful flawless skin and I think she was already in her 50s or in her late 40s but I think she was already in her 50s and this woman looked like she was in her 30s but she said that she one of the secrets of course was staying hydrated but really making sure that she protects her skin whenever she goes outside protecting her skin from the toxins in the air all of the pollution all the bad elements that are in the air She is really, really serious about protecting her skin. And so looking at her skin and having her take a look at mine and giving me recommendations on some of the things that I could do, I thought, wow, you know what? I'm going to implement sunscreen on a more regular basis. And so, you know, whether I am going to the beach or the pool or running errands or going to work, whenever I'm leaving the house, I put it on and I wear SPF of 30 Um, or more, but I think it's 30 in my moisturizer that I use. And that's a part of my anti-aging skincare routine. I put it on my face and I put it on my neck. And I also, if my chest is going to be exposed, I also put it on my chest, right? And so I really am serious about at least doing the SPF piece. I stay in the sun way too much. I go in the sun at the worst times of the day, especially on the weekends. I can be at the beach like three, four hours. And I know that that is not good for my skin. Same thing with hiking, but at least I'm taking that extra step and putting on my SPF. I also wash my face and I moisturize regularly. You know, I wash morning and I wash night. I use natural skincare products that are right for my skin type. And I suggest that you do the research that you need to do. And you find if you are black, Um, find skincare products that are good for black skin, okay? And also, um, washing your face morning and night is really important because we're removing any damaging bacteria or excess oils or dirt from our skin. And um, that's really, really helpful, just having clean skin, staying away from harsh soaps 
And oh, using warm water and not hot water. You never want to put hot water on your skin, right? That damages your skin cells. So make sure you're using warm water, lukewarm water, and you're washing your face very gently and you're not taking a face rag and rubbing it um, dry. You're patting it dry, right? You're patting your face dry and then you're putting on your moisturizer in the morning and at night. Now, speaking of moisture, let's talk about water. This is the third thing I want to talk about. Staying hydrated, right? That is a part of the fountain of youth. Literally, it's a part of uh, anti-aging. It should be a part of your anti-aging routine, staying hydrated. Dehydrated skin looks visibly dull. Your skin looking thirsty ain't attractive, okay? So you don't want your skin looking thirsty, you want it to have a glow. You don't want dehydration, you know, highlighting every fine line and turning your skin rough. So you really want to focus in on drinking your water, what's recommended, and you can do your own research. I am not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. I just want to make sure I'll make that clear. So that disclaimer, I'm putting that out there. But you want to make sure that you know how much body, how much water you're drinking for your body, okay? So I try to drink one half of my body weight in ounces a day. Do I always reach my goal? No, I do not. But I at least have a goal. So you should at least know how much water you want to consume on the daily and have a goal to try and get there. All right. Because this water is going to help regenerate skin cells. It's going to help to maintain that elasticity that really helps our skin to maintain that glow and sort of hide or minimize the appearance of wrinkles and fine lines on our skin. Okay, you know what else makes you look dehydrated and dull? Too much alcohol. Let me tell you, I am speaking for myself. I have seen it. I have experienced it. Too much alcohol makes for a dull, dehydrated, thirsty looking face. All right, you don't want that. So I'm not saying don't drink, especially since I'm not giving up alcohol myself. Your girl likes her wine and I'm not giving that up, at least not right now. So I'm not going to recommend that you do that. But what I can encourage is for us not to drink as much. You know, it's recommended if women are going to have a glass of wine or whatever a night that you maintain that it's just one and you don't go over that. Um, So I'm just suggesting limiting the alcohol. All right. Um, besides, you know, too much alcohol impacts our fitness and the way that I like to work out, I definitely don't want anything getting in the way of me being able to do the workouts that I want to do. All right. So definitely focusing on taking in a little less alcohol than, uh, than I have been taking in. So let's continue the conversation about exercise. Even the American Academy of Dermatology recommends exercising most days of the week for more youthful skin. Why? Because exercise improves circulation and increased blood flow through our bodies to help bring oxygen and nutrients to our skin. So we ain't just out here exercising to be cute, you know, to look sexy. That's a benefit. Don't get me wrong. But there are other benefits of exercising. You've even got dermatologists telling you to exercise for a more youthful skin, all right? And most of you know that exercise helps to reduce stress. I mean, that's one of the main reasons why I exercise the way that I do um, because I have a job that can be um, stressful sometimes. I'm a fundraiser. I raise funds for LA County foster youth, and sometimes that can be a stressful job. 
So sometimes I'm just like, ooh, let me get up in the morning and work out before work so that I can have a more productive, a uh, little less stressful day. And then sometimes I'm like, ooh, that was a hard day. That was a long day. I got to make sure that I work out after work. And so I use it really to reduce stress. And we know health risk increase when we have a sedentary lifestyle, right? Sedentary lifestyle, sitting around, not moving your bodies, sort of just being a couch potato, sitting at your desk all day, right? We have to move our bodies as often as possible. We are not supposed to just sit in one place all day and work. You can take meetings standing up or walking if it's a phone meeting and you don't have to take a lot of notes. I see a lot of people now have really adopted this whole like standing desk or putting their computer on a higher high top kind of table to work and stand up for a while, right? It's good. It also helps with your posture. If you sit around all day, your body just kind of starts to lean forward. Your shoulders start to be more rounded. I see that happening in my own body. And that posture is going to make you look older, right? And so if we're trying to lessen or slow down, not lessen, if we're trying to slow down that aging process, we want to make sure that we're sitting up straight and we're standing up straight. And so walking and you know, sometimes standing while you work or doing exercise and lifting weights, all of those things are going to help to slow down the aging process and to help us age more gracefully. So make sure you're taking your breaks. Don't sit around and work all day long and not take your breaks and eat at your desk. You can also, you know, when you go run your errands or go shopping or whatever, like park further away. Don't always look for the parking space that's close. Park further away. Use the stairs over the elevator. If you see me sometimes at the airport, most of the time, even if I have my bag, I am using the stairs in the airport because I want to consistently move my body whenever possible. And that's just a little opportunity to add a little bit more intensity to my walk to wherever my gate is, okay? So the other thing that I want to say is, you know, some people find that gardening or cleaning the house is like exercise to them. That's cool. Dance while you're doing it. And guess what? Dancing also keeps you youthful, right? So there are so many things that you can do to help stay young and vibrant. And the last thing that I want to say, I want to talk about the brain and how we also need to focus on that part of our body because it too needs to be cared for. We use our brain in everything that we do. My dad um, suffered from um, Lewy body dementia and passed away. He had a lot of health issues, but I also noticed that his lifestyle was his lifestyle was sedentary. And um, my mom is the total opposite. You know, we all watched my dad deteriorate. We watched him suffer and lose his ability to really function on a high level because the Alzheimer's, I'm sorry, the dementia, the um, the heart disease, the high blood pressure, the diabetes, like all these Parkinson's, right? All these things that he was really suffering through um, in the last part of his life and passed away in 2016, like we paid attention to that. And so my mom is total opposite. You know, she likes to travel. She likes to walk. She broke her hip when she turned 70. I think it was like 71, but she was quick to recover from that fall because she did not want to age prematurely. So she also does card games and puzzles. Um, 
Another thing that you can do is when you're reading a book, hopefully you're reading. I don't read as much as I should, but I do read. Um, If you're reading a book or reading an article or listening to a podcast and you hear a word that you're not familiar with, right? We don't know every word in the dictionary. And there are some people who um, use a lot of big words that we've never heard. Well, there's an opportunity for you to write down that word and look it up and start to use it in a sentence, right? And so this is keeping your brain fresh and agile, Um, You can also join a dance group and learn some dance routines. You could do salsa or hip hop or whatever is going to get you excited. You know, these are just a few strategies for aging, for anti-aging, right? To help slow down the aging process. And I might do part two sometime in the future because there are so many additional tips that I could have put in this one, but I don't want to make the podcast too long. Um, because I, you know, I want to make sure that you guys get in and out and on with your day or whatever part of the day that you're listening to this podcast. But the bottom line is you get to play a big role in how you age. You get to play a big role in that. Um, there are other things that are out of our control that happen. Of course, you know, there's cancer, there's, you know, a fall. There are all kinds of things that we can't avoid, right? If it's going to happen to us, if that's in the plan, it's going to happen to us, but we get to play a big role in how we age. Um, And as I said in the beginning, there are choices we have to make and habits that we have to put into practice if this is something that we truly care about. Some people don't care. I care. All right. And since you're listening to this podcast, especially if you've gotten to this part of the podcast, you care too. You care too. You know, the anti-aging market is huge. And honestly, you can use all the creams and all the face rollers and all the injections in the world. But none of this is going to work well without focusing on what we've discussed today, right? Your environment, your lifestyle, sunscreen and skincare, water and exercise, all right? So, you know, we're not always going to make the right choices, but the more we know, hopefully, the more adjustments we can make to reach our desired goals. As always, it's been an absolute pleasure doing this segment. If you like the podcast, please follow, follow, follow. Share, share, share. Share it out with your network because the more people who know about GYSB Talks, the more lives we can change for the better. And that is what I'm here to do, okay? Sis, thank you so much for being here. Until next time, GYSB baby, take care. All content on this podcast and any linked blog, podcast, webinar, course, or video material is created and produced for informational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health advice. The information is general and may not be suitable for your personal circumstances or complete health objectives. Do not use this content as a standalone resource to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease for therapeutic purposes or as a substitute for the advice of a health professional. Never delay seeking advice or disregard the advice of a medical professional based on our content here on this podcast. If you have questions or concerns about your health or medical condition, please seek guidance from a medical professional.